Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the hottest podcast in Johnson City, Tennessee, the Brain Trust Fantasy Podcast. I got my boy Dave here. I just threw my cat off my uh, lap. He scratched my finger up. I'm bleeding pretty bad, bro. <laughs> Dude, sorry. <laughs> I might need to go to the hospital. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, did we move up to the hottest podcast in all of Johnson City, or is it still just the West? The West part of Johnson City. <laughs> you caught me off guard with the cat, I'm not going to lie. Do you hear this noise? Yeah, what is that? That's me sucking the blood out of my finger. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> you wanted to get on here and talk about changes for next year. Well, yeah, I'd like to discuss potential changes. So the first thing on my list here is two QBs. We kind of touched on this. Probably no one listened to that podcast because you were drunk the whole time. Uh-huh. Uh, two QBs. Uh, you know, it's it's a good option. We only have a 10-team league here. We're talking about 20 QBs starting in the league out of 32. That gives plenty of room for backups. And by plenty of room, I mean 10 out of 12 non-starting QBs. But, you know, people get injured, things switch up. I think it's a good idea. Uh, I do, too. If we, I think um, people worry about QBs being too important then. And my answer to that would be if we had two QBs, I would also like to make a rule change to lower their scoring quite significantly. How so? Uh, I don't know. What do we have now for touchdowns? Four? I'd probably just make... See, this is why ESPN sucks. I would change rushing, maybe, or something like that. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I would just want them to score less points. I don't have an answer, I guess, for that right now. But if I could, I would change rushing, or I would make passing... Like, yeah, I would just make them less points. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. Whatever league would vote on, I guess. Like, if we did two QPs, I'd, I would try and make them, like, a regular player instead of, like, a good week is, like, 30 points. You know what I mean? I think you should leave it the same. And I'll tell you why. If you change the rushing stats, it would... I don't think I can, just for the record. I think it would... I don't know. I think it would make certain players irrelevant. Um, and if you nerf the passing stats any more than they already are, uh, pretty much all the non-Russian quarterbacks would be irrelevant. Do we have nerfed I think that'd passing be, I stats? Think, I think we are high on yards, low on touchdowns. So I think I think just leaving it how it is would be fine. Because um, everyone's got two, right? So how's that unfair? If everyone's got the same amount, it's not unfair. Uh. I mean, I guess, but it also makes, it just makes, if you have two QBs that score, like if you have, if you had Russell Wilson and who's your quarterback, Kyler Murray, are you losing a game this year? Like, honestly, if you're the rest of your team puts up five to 10 points, are you losing a game this year? You get like 80 from your quarterbacks. Right. But knowing that going into the draft, I'm not going to get those two players. I'm just not. I mean, you might not, but if you have like nine, 10 or 10, 11 or whatever, you sure could depending on how people draft. Like if people, if there's crazy good wide receivers or running backs, I mean, in two QB leagues, running backs still go first. So you could still go like the four running backs. Somebody could have easily picked, I don't know, who was the first overall quarterback this year? Mahomes. Somebody could have picked Mahomes and someone else. You could have easily gotten those two guys. That's a good point. I I hadn't considered if you're 10-11. 
that you might actually be able to draft those two players. Um, well, it doesn't. It's not even just. I'm just saying, like, that doesn't go for any other position. So that's what I'm saying. I understand what you're saying is everyone has equal chance to get them, which just is another reason we should do auction draft. But um, it's just when you have two amazing ones, you're. It's just hard. Like you're just way better than other people. Like if I had, who's the best running backs in the league right this year? Alvin Cook and Alvin Kamara. If I had both of those guys, I'm still losing games occasionally. Yeah. More than occasionally. I mean, what are they averaging? 20, 20 points a week? 23? I don't even know. I'm not looking. I hear you, but Kyler Murray and uh, Russell Wilson have had their share of bad games this year. So it it does happen. I mean, Kyler Murray got me 15 points this year. All I'm saying is if you took the two running backs and you took their averages, you probably average in like 45 points a week. Whereas if you took the two quarterbacks, you probably average in like 60 to 65 points a week. It's a big difference. Right. That's true. That's true. But I, I, I don't know. I guess you got to I guess you got to plan for that. Right. Which is why I'm saying I would reduce quarterback points. Make them just uh, again, nothing. No. Again, I don't know how you've reduced them, because if you reduce the rushing, it just makes passing. people like Tyler Murray and Russell Wilson like irrelevant. I don't think I can reduce rushing without reducing running back rushing. Those. That, that's a conversation for another thing. I guess in in line with that, I don't know that I really want to do this, but in theory, I would like to change platforms f- to make something like that happen, to make what I talked about, fourth and one stops for your defense go, to combine, like a, I think you're going you're gonna to have an idea later, to combine kicker and defense on a yeah custom platform we can do that i mean it's not as fancy as espn and like the live stats are going to suck probably but you can i think make the league a lot better i'm sure there's some sleeper draft which is like a pretty customizable platform so i think there's i don't think it would suffer that much i played on it once last year and it was it was great but also there were things about it that were really annoying like i had a player and i traded him week two and until week 17, I would get updates about when he scored a touchdown. The whole the whole platform change, like, I'm down to get customizable shit, but I really like ESPN. And I know that's an unpopular opinion. You guys talk about how shit ESPN is. It's amazing. I play in Yahoo. I play in NFL. And ESPN is by far the best. I love it. Uh, no, no, it, it is. What I think Matt and I constantly talk about with ESPN and why it's so shitty it's because they're like a, a multi-billion dollar corporation, and every year it seems like they put about 10 minutes of thought into their fantasy platform. Right. Yeah. Uh, they they just recently made a change where they deleted all the previous year's stats, right? Yeah, I think it was last year or the year before that. They deleted like everything before like 2018 or something. That's shitty. Yeah, they're a bunch of assholes of fantasy, even though it makes them... A, they have like a bunch of fantasy football shows on their network. There's like literally millions of people playing fantasy football on their website yeah. and yet you just add in like customizable things like why can't i just why can't we do the things we're talking about it's crazy well because it would throw off uh, matthew Barry's show you know it wouldn't though there's already there's already a bunch of things that matthew Barry doesn't talk about that it is currently on the espn website like two quarterbacks like you know crazy defensive player leagues where you you know you start 10 of them or whatever so before we get too sidetracked off the two QBs, uh, what if we increased the throwing touchdown stat? That would pretty much even things out, wouldn't it? I mean, they would score more points, so no. They would if they're throwing touchdowns. Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, 
Well, Russell Wilson, eh, it's debatable. But they don't always throw that many touchdowns. If they're running in touchdowns, they're not scoring as many throwing touchdowns, right? So someone like Aaron Rodgers would be really strong. Someone like Drew Brees would Drew Brees would be really strong. They'd be equally as strong as Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson. You're just talking about, I guess that would make quarterbacks across a little more, a little more even, even. right? But you would still be scoring like a third of your weekly points every single week with just your two quarterbacks, which is, I think, the thing that stops people from voting for two QBs. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, what if you, what if you reduce? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know that I can reduce just quarterback rushing points. I'd have to look into it. And we can certainly figure it out. If two QBs is something people wanted to do, Matt and I, the whole rule changes and figure out where we could take points away from QB and nowhere else. Yeah. Because, I mean, that for me, it would it would even things out. But you're right. It would, it would even increase the points that quarterbacks score. So it would be kind of like ridiculous. It would be like your whole team doesn't matter. I've played in a league like that before, and it's not fun. Because <laughs> if you end up with two like shitty QBs or like one sh- even one shitty QB, and someone's got two great QBs, like the the season's pretty much over. Your whole team is irrelevant if they've got like two great QBs, right? Which is kind of a waste of time. Like that's not fun. No, and QBs don't. I mean, they do get injured, but I feel like they're less injured than regular players. So, like, you know, if you do have two great QBs, you're pretty much set for the year. Yeah. Right. All right, next topic. Uh, you you have a tight end getting 1.5 points per reception. How do you think that's a good idea? Uh, I think you've seen it this year. There's one good tight end, and the rest are irrelevant. If you put all their receptions up to a point and a half, which again, I don't even know if I can do that for um, ESPN. Hold on, guys, up to pause this shit. So here's my thoughts on it. If you if you increase tight ends to 1.5 points, you're just going to increase the gap that already exists, right? Like there's Travis Kelsey, there's Darren Waller, there's uh, George Kittle, right? Everyone else doesn't get that many receptions. So you're just increasing that gap, increasing it. You know, some people they might have they might have good weeks, but overall, most of those players don't get consistent targets other than those three players. Uh, yeah, I I mean I don't disagree. You just make all the other players more viable. Yeah, that's true. You're making them more viable, but you're also making those three farther ahead. Because I mean. That's somewhat exponential. Like if if Darren Waller's catching ten passes a game, like he usually does, I mean he's just going to be point five better than he is now. No, I get it. Just kind of feels like a lot of tight ends are irrelevant. Like I feel like half the league their tight ends score between five and nine points, whereas if it was one point five, it makes a bigger difference. Like when it scales for like the lower guys. So if you have three catches for 25 yards instead of 5.5 points, that's, what is that? I forgot the things I said. It's like 7.5 points, you know what I mean? For Darren Wallace, it's between like 30 and 33, though, or 30 and 35. I don't know. I don't know if that's a good change. I think I think tight ends being so rare is kind of a novelty. Like you have to 
you have to make room for a tight end in your draft because no one wants to draft a tight end early, right? Unless it's Kelsey. No one wants to reach for a tight end, but it kind of makes it so you have to reach for a tight end. If you made it 1.5, I mean, I think all three of the top three, being George Kittle, Darren Waller, Travis Kelsey, would go in the top 10. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm in love with the idea. I just think it's a cool concept. So I'm I'm just not really sure how that would how that would actually play out. I mean, you could also add to like tight end touchdowns, but I th- that for sure can't be done in the SPN. I just I I feel like it would add to the to the skill gap at tight end and not in a good way. I think those irrelevant tight ends are still going to be irrelevant because they're going to be so sporadic. Um, you know, one week they might catch eight passes, one week the next week they might catch zero. I th- I think that's just how tight end is. Yeah, that's and that's fine. I, I don't know. Maybe adding two tight ends and same kind of concept as um, QBs. I'm looking at Mike Asaki here just because I have this matchup pulled up. Uh, let me just read off his receptions, and I'll tell you how sporadic this is. Three eight one one five zero one three two four two nine five four. That'd be such a roller coaster. Roller coaster. No, I hear you. So I don't, I don't know, but if you're talking about George Kittle, Darren Waller, Travis Kelsey, I mean, you're talking about, you're talking about big points every week because those guys get like seven receptions plus every week. No, you're probably, I mean, you're probably right. I'm not really fighting for it. I guess I just kind of like new idea. And I'm not really fighting against it. I'm just, those are my thoughts on it. I I feel like it would just increase the skill gap even more, and it would make your tight ends. Uh, like boomer busts even more, right? Like they'd still be sporadic, they'd still be inconsistent, they'd still be unreliable, but they'd either score a shit ton or they wouldn't score anything. <laughs> and what you about know? two tight ends? We'd be starting Lee Smith. I I wouldn't be opposed to that. I would I would like t- two tight ends. All right, settled. All right, what's your next one? Two tight ends, I think, would actually add another dynamic to the game, kind of like two QBs, like. Right, you're you're well, exactly like two QBs. Yeah, you're adding to the depth of the position. So there's 32 starting tight ends. There's probably more than that because a lot of teams start two, but like almost none of them get points. Right, so it'd be it'd be that like a hyper competitive position that like people are fighting for. Tight ends already the shallowest um, position. In fantasy football, I think so. That would be that would be exciting. I think I like it. Uh, yeah, I would, I would vote for two tight ends for sure. I and I as a player always prize tight ends because, as I said, they're the they're the most shallow position in the game. Almost year after year, I I play two tight ends. Loser. Not this year, I didn't. All right, what's next on the list? Uh, we got combining kicker plus uh, defense special teams. I think this is a great idea because kickers kickers have really worn on me this this year. I think it's I think it's annoying to have kickers in general because you know what if your kicker gets hurt? Like that's obnoxious, right? You shouldn't have to plan for that. You shouldn't have to have a backup kicker. You should just have a team kicker. Right. If we combined 
defense special teams plus kicker, you wouldn't have to worry about it at all. You're like, you know, this team kicks a lot of field goals. Let's do it. I don't like that idea, though. Then you have, like, okay, for example, the Falcons. Great kicker, terrible defense. Like, they're two different categories. Why, though? Well, Young Hunku is great. The Falcons' defense is terrible. Right, so it kind of evens out. I don't want it to even out, though. They're two different categories. I don't want to pick a defense just because they have a good kicker. I don't want to kick a... I don't want to pick a, a defense... That's a bad defense. The idea, though, is you pick a defense that has a good kicker, like the Ravens or the Bills. Yeah, but then you're like setting a premium for defenses more than. Well, plus that way you don't have to cycle through 800 defenses. I don't know. I like playing the defense waiver game, to be honest. I feel like I'm the only person in the league that plays the defense waiver game. Uh, pretty much every since. I'm on top of that shit. I've played I every every year that I've played I've probably had at least at least like seven defenses in every one of my lineups. I will go out on a limb and say that I am the best defensive waiver wire player that has ever existed. You just saying that because of the one year with New England? No. Dude, I play that shit I'm planning weeks in advance, okay? You don't even understand. I will drop starters. You know, for defenses, if I can pick them up like three, four weeks ahead of time, I'm so on that shit. I pay more attention to defenses than I do anything else. That's a fact. It's probably, you know, not a good quality. I should probably pay more attention to other positions, but I pay attention to defenses so much. You don't even know. I literally look at every single team every week and I look at their I look at their future schedule and I check that shit. And I'm like, you know, he's this team's got really good matchups like week, you know, X, Y, Z. And I'm like, I could play this over this team and then I can use this other team, you know, these other weeks uh, to fill in. I'm on top of that shit. I'm so good at that. And every year I have the best defenses. That's a fact. Well, we should just have a league with all defense, just only defenses then, that you can win. I actually play it in a league like that. It's really fucking boring. I play in an all-defensive league. I'll send you screenshots. All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on. So we, we we actually didn't really talk about combining a kicker and defense. Well, we did a little bit. So you're against it. I'm for it. Uh, we didn't really talk about much why. So you, you want to keep them separate. I want to combine them. Kicker is a special teams player, right? Yeah. So I also think it'd be cool if you could get uh, special teams yardage. It's probably an unpopular opinion. Uh, we had that for a little bit, but it pretty much only applies to punt returners and like kickoff returners, and it just made like shitty wide receivers win you random games when they would like return a kick, you know? Like, people would be starting Andre Roberts all year. And it's just like, yeah. Right. So, ideally, in my opinion, your kickoff return yards would not apply to your receiver, if that's who it happens to be, but they would apply to your defense or special teams. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You might be able to do, like, punt return yards and stuff like that for special teams, but, I mean, we can look into that and maybe vote on it. 
I think that'd be cool. You know, I was watching that game tonight, and my uh, Miami defense, they did that fake punt, and they ran it like 40 yards for a first down. And I was like, dude, that'd be cool if I got points for that. And it would be cool, right? It would be cool. You should get points for first downs or stuff like that. Because that way, I mean, the overall picture of defense special teams, right, is a lot more than points against and fumble recoveries and stuff like that, right? It's a, it's a much bigger picture. So I think it'd be cool if you got scored for that. I have said forever that I would love defenses to score more like unique points. Like I said, fourth and ones or um, deflections. You yeah, know. stuff like that. That would be awesome. I would I would absolutely love that. I would love defenses to score more points. Uh, unique points, like you said. Not just more points in general. I'm in a league where you get points for three and outs. And uh, it's absolutely absurd. I mean, defenses score like 50 plus points. If they're having a good week, they'll be like 70. Like it's It's pretty ridiculous. So it can get out of hand, and I don't like that. But I don't know. I think I think there should there is a way to balance it, you know. For sure, for sure. So that'd be cool. Was it my turn? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I think it'd be cool if we just preemptively changed whatever Andy was going to complain about in the middle of the year. Did Andy complain? Did Andy complain about anything in the middle of the year this year? It's a great question. Did he? I don't think he did. I thought he did. I thought it was something. I don't think so. We were talking at DJ's house about it, and he was fired up about something. I don't remember what it was. Maybe I'll, it was I'll just more that. waiver stuff. Yeah, he didn't publicly complain about anything, as far as I know. He didn't publicly do anything because he fucking muted the league this year because it started losing. Well, yeah. I mean, I thought that too, and then I made the podcast... What did I what did I say in the podcast about Andy's team? I don't remember. Fill me in. Uh, you skipped over his team pretty much. How so? What did I say? Uh, like all you said about our matchup was that um, you talked about Dave Montgomery and then you talked you said he was going to win. I think. How was that skipping over his team? I said he was going to win. Uh, what I, I what know. I think I what I what I should have said in hindsight is that Andy's team is so good. That your matchup isn't worth talking about, and you as a team, David Winter, you as a team don't deserve the clout by me talking about your team. That's what I would have said. I see. So, Andy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't talk about your team. Your team's the best team in, you know, the lower bracket. Your team is better than half the teams in the upper bracket, to be honest. And I think you should have deserved a playoff spot i said this literally the whole year i'm sorry it didn't work out and i'm sorry i skipped over your team last week an andy apology podcast or a rule change podcast both oh okay uh for my real my real one though is we used to do punishments and bets a lot i would love to figure out a way to modernize those because we're all older and none of us are wearing dresses to bars anymore i don't think anyone did that but you know what i'm saying nobody's got time to go to a do a a beer mile anymore i mean people got time but you know what i'm saying yeah i think everyone's got time except for you i disagree 
I think other people, I mean, people have time to do. I'm just saying people choose to spend their time not doing those things now. Is that, right. is that a better, better way to say it? Yeah, yeah. That's good. Like people choose not to just get drunk on like a Tuesday morning for the most part anymore. I mean, I still do that all the time. I'm, be- I'm betting Brett does that as well. Right, right, right. I'm just saying I'd love to modernize it and have more punishments and betting. So what what would be an appropriate punishment for a 30-year-old? It's a great question. And um, you got to you got to think conservatively here because you know, what's what's Ryan going to agree to? That's what I'm what's, that's what I'm saying. What's Andy going to agree to? That's what I'm saying. I I think um man, I don't know. That's what I'm that I was, I'm saying. I'd like the league to come up with a modernized version of betting and punishments we we, the last couple of years the draft has been dwindling obviously this year we had covid i don't even know who went to the draft i did not pussy oh no i do know who went to the draft they were at ron's house pussy you didn't go to the draft either i love 10 hours away you could have drove pussy you're right (laughs) uh yeah i don't yeah, I, I would like the draft to be better. I, I think maybe we should uh, morph to a uh, an online-only draft where we're in like a 12, and by 12 I mean 10, a 10-man like Zoom meeting or something where we can still all engage with each other and drink and have fun. And, you know, maybe do something like that. I don't know. There's no reason everyone can't come to a Zoom meeting, right? Uh, no, I agree. Having, I think having half the league at the place and the other half not at the place makes it much worse than just all 10 people being on like Zoom or something. Yeah, maybe like a mandatory Zoom meeting. I think that'd be a good idea. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have the answer for that, but I would like more punishments. I would like more you lose and you have to do the X, Y, or Z or... Whatever. I think the podcast was a great idea. Whoever had that. That might have been you, Matt. I don't remember. It was you. Oh. Humble brag. That wasn't meant to be. I don't remember. But I think that, like, you saw Charlie, Ron, Brett, DJ, right? Did you do one? Yeah, the only people we haven't seen, like I said uh, in the text last week, was Ryan, Tim, and Andy. Right, like I think the novelty of the write-ups is kind of worn off. And uh, Ryan said he would never join a podcast, never. Ryan would join a podcast with me, maybe not just with you, because you know you guys are mortal enemies. Another thing I would like to do is maybe like um, have like, and we have a in my one muds league we have a rivalry week. Uh, How? What is that? I just kind of the person like, like you and Ryan have your thing going, right? So like, fucking hate that guy. When you play Ryan, I would also play whoever my rival is and whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's just like a specific oh, week for rivalries. No, that's stupid. How? Why is that stupid? So it's like a scheduled week where you play a certain player. That's stupid. Unlike all of fantasy football, which is a scheduled week where you play a certain player. Yeah, I guess, but yeah. So I'm just saying it's it's a fun week. I don't know. That's when everyone so, makes like their big bets. 
there and there's like a lot of shit talking and it's just a good week. So how's that work? Like, do you delete the week that that should have existed? Like, because there's a certain schedule, right? Like, if I play you week one, I'm going to play you again week 11, right? So if I if rivalry week is week seven, do I play you week one, week seven, and week 11? No, I mean, we would just make the schedule not that. Like, we pretty much randomize the schedule. Just press the random button like 10, 15 times or whatever it is. I don't know how Matt does it. Matt always that does, does it. That doesn't solve my problem. So you randomize the schedule, and then you set a certain week at a at a. Okay, yeah, component. but if we randomized the schedule, we would make sure that you did not play your rival weeks 1 and 11 or something. Or the rival week weeks would just be weeks 1 and maybe 11, or just one of them or whatever. Okay. Well, for the record, I mean, I'm okay with playing Ryan three weeks you know, per year because I need to catch up in my... In my record. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just like a fun weekend because I know people do less bets and stuff like that. So if you like designated one week out of the year to be like, this is when everyone makes the fucking bets this week. And you can like figure it out like for months. You know what I mean? Say like everyone picked a <laughs> rival. Who else, who else has a rivalry besides me and Ryan? Uh, Ron and Brett. Do they? I mean, almost certainly. Do you see how many you scared texts there are when they play? Yeah, that's a good point. So who else? Who else are rivals? Um, Andy versus who? Uh, I mean, who's left? A DJ, Tim, Charlie. Can I change my rivalry to Charlie? <laughs> Uh, I, I can I can actually beat I can beat Charlie occasionally. I don't know. We I mean if we figure it out we can vote on it. I don't, I don't fucking know. I guess whoever you talk shit about the most, whoever you talk shit about the most, who's talk shit about you back. Well, I want to drop Ryan as a as a rival because I think That's I'm one how in, that works. I think I'm one in eighteen against them. So I don't think you're one in eighteen. I could go look it up if you wanted me to. No, don't. It'll hurt my feelings. That only makes me want to do it more. I'd like to choose Charlie as my rival. I'm choosing Charlie. Who's Tim's rival? I don't know. I don't know. I guess Tim's rival is himself. He's got to. Okay, here we go. Tim's got to play the team that he drafted. (laughs) After all this shit trades he's made, Tim's got to play that team. Tim's got to play the team that he drafted versus the team that he is now. Okay, you're two and twelve against Ryan, just for the record. Oh my God, don't bring it up. One of those wins is a championship win, right? No, no, that's not including playoffs. You guys are two and two oh in the playoffs. I'm um, three and twelve. No, technically, all in all, you're four and fourteen. Great. Double all your right. wins are in the playoffs. So. Oh, Jesus Christ! So I gotta. So Tim's gotta play himself in the <laughs> in the rivalry week. DJ too, because DJ always seems to drop his great players and pick up shittier ones. So that'll even it out. Tim's got to play himself. DJ's got to play himself. Can we do that in the customizable league? Probably. How do you do? You win? No, they just got to draw, <laughs> which is probably better than they would have done anyhow. <laughs> um. Yeah, I know. I know there's probably some more changes that I think Ryan always brings up a point system, which I don't hate, 
which I, I we actually do that in our buds league as well, where everyone's wins are ten points, and the score is um, from ten to one. So like Andy probably would have made the playoffs. I'm not going to do the math, but like Andy would have made the playoffs probably, even though he was a win behind the seven to five teams. He scored a lot more points, so he probably would have scored more points in the you know total. This is the first I've ever heard of that, and I absolutely love it. We voted on it like three years. This just brings me back to the auction argument where everyone, people just vote no without reading the Shut up. Just talk, just talk more about that other thing you were talking about. We've voted on it for probably three years straight. No, I've, I've literally never heard of this. That sounds amazing. That sounds great. Yeah, so... Say you win a week and you're the high scorer, you get 20 points. Say you lose a week and you're the low scorer, you get one point. Like, yeah, that sounds that sounds awesome. So our playoffs are determined by top. I think we have six people out of the 12 go to playoffs, and they do playoffs weird though. Whereas in week one they do an all play, so it's just the top four scores go in instead of. You know who wins, right? And they go into individual games. Huh? Yeah, I don't like I don't like the top scores necessarily. It's only because they have six teams, and it's kind of weird to do three games because you can't go into like whoever wins. You know, three people win. You can't have a three-person week in playoffs. You know, right? I do like the. Um, I don't like the just points for system but i do like the points for plus uh wins i agree i played you know, in a points. just just that sounds awesome. system one with matt one year and i went like like nine and three or something like that but i didn't make the playoffs because uh, i had a year where i just you know i had a good defense and nobody scored on me and i won, I won. a bunch of games so it's probably more fair but like what's the point of playing somebody then well, because you still get points for your win. No, no, right? no. In, in, in this league, the most points, right? No, yeah, but I'm just saying this league that I was in with Matt only you like all played every week, but you still played somebody for like no reason. And yeah, that's kept... so you only yeah. got points for uh, points for pretty much like per week. Yeah, that's dumb. Do you need to go take care of that? No, he's just sitting in my lap. He's trying to touch my monitor. All right, well, let's wrap it up. I think we talked about everything, yeah? Uh, yeah. All right. Well, anything you want to say to wrap it up? Um, no. Connor, right, anything well, you want to say? Nope, he's good. He's good. I want to say that I, I really hope uh, Matt starts to Joe Mixon instead of uh, Fleckerson Jr. Uh, I also want to state that Ryan's a piece of shit. Uh, I would like to state that you bashing Ryan is one of my favorite memories of fantasy football. Um, he, I, I'll, I'll go off on a tangent here. Um, he denied <clears throat> the accusation that he picked up five tight ends that year. Do you believe him? Uh, I think he is probably denying the number five. I don't think he was denying that he picked up extra tight ends to screw you over. 
So uh, I denied the five. It was probably like two or three. Knowing Ryan, though, he probably bid on like 15 of them. Yeah. I wish we could get the stats for that year because it was literally five. It was five times. Do you know what year it was? It was the year that I won against him. Whatever year that I won against him, I think, uh, let me look at my trophy over here. I like to refer to my trophy. Uh, probably 2016. It's probably the 2016 season. All right, let me look up. Let me see if I can see it. Uh, he, he picked up five tight ends. Five tight ends. So that I couldn't get one. That happened. No, I cannot look it up. I knew it. I'm right. Today in America, you have to prove your innocence, right? So if I accuse him of such doings, uh, he's guilty, right? Until he proves. Yeah, no, that's definitely how America works right now. You you screech something at someone, and it's their burden of guilt, or I their agree. their burden of proof. Yeah. So all I got to do is post it on social media or something. So, Ryan, uh, if you're listening, you know. Prove me wrong. That's all I got to say. Otherwise, I'm right. Oh, I'd like to say one more thing. All right, go ahead. I would like Trump to sign the goddamn COVID relief bill so that I can get paid. God bless you. Good night, everybody.